The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What's up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman here, and we're ready to go. It's Friday, November the 10th. Are we on here? Here we go. I think we're on. All right, Friday, November the 10th. This is uh, happy birthday, Shannon Gross. You can hear him on Hanging with the Boys most days. Not this day, because I think he is going to do a little birthday celebrating. But that's good. Happy, shout out to him. Uh, I've been on that show the last couple of times. Not going to be on it today, but uh, still, going to be a full full slate of podcasts for the most part starting today. little mix-up, though, all over the place. we got different uh, different people on the break, different people on, I guess, hanging with the boys, but uh, nobody different. This one, we're going to have the the same same guy, same callers, I would imagine. We get, I already see a couple in there, some some ones, some familiar names and voices. So we'll we'll get to that here. Eight 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 five five two two nine seven is the number. So let's um, let's get it started here. Uh, as the Cowboys and Giants going to square off on Sunday. We all know we're all ready, ready to see the Cowboys back in action again, see what they do against the Giants, see if they can win 40 to nothing again, or maybe even worse. Maybe they just try to win the game. How about that? All right, let's start it off. Michael and Bowling Green, you're up first. All right, so yesterday you were, you were talking about wrestling. Yep. You, you mentioned the great Kabuki. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you remember the great Muta? No. You don't remember... He was supposedly Kabuki's son. I mean, oh uh, no, I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see that. I thought you were going to say Fabulous Mula. No, 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 no. I, no, I didn't know that one. K- great Kabuki, though. Like you yeah. go hold the whole match, and then all of a sudden, just like you just have green fire just comes out in his mouth. That's awesome. Muda, Muda did the same thing. How it about green? Yeah. How about the second best Parsons here in Dallas? How about? I mean, I know Micah, but then he. he Iceman King Parsons. No. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that, but I, I'm not really familiar. No, he had a famous move called the butt butt. Huh? Just throwing it out there. All right, what do you got, man? All right, let me. All right, so the rest of the season, what do you think is more likely to? See, who do you think is more likely to see run a few plays? Uh, the new six foot four wide receiver Bryant, mm-hmm. or Trey Lance, or neither. Hmm. Good question. All right. Um, got anything else? Is that it? Uh, yeah. Well, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys thirty-eight. Giants ten. Giants ten. Thirty-eight to ten. All right, Michael. Good stuff. What's more likely, Martavis Bryant playing or Trey Lance playing? I would think Martavis Bryant, just from the standpoint of. You can put four receivers in the game at once. And also from the practice squad, you know, they can elevate him just because he's having a good week of practice because they, they're relatively healthy. They don't need a lot of other things. He goes out. He plays. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to play special teams. So I, I could see that happening. Um, I could see Martavis Bryant playing. And apparently he's looked pretty good in practice so far. Um, Trey Lance... You know, he could also be the backup in a game. Um, I could see that happening, like maybe later in the season if there's a game that doesn't matter the, the same. Um, but 
I would see. I would think Martavis Bryant's a better chance of getting out there and doing some some things for that because you know you don't sign him for the future. He's thirty one, about to be thirty two. I mean, you signing him so maybe he can see what he's got if he can help you right now. Uh, Trey Lance was more for the future, so I, I would think I would think um, I would think Martavis on that one. All right, next caller is Joe in Stanford. What's up? Oh wait, 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 wait a second before we get to that. I want to see how fast Chris Beam could run. I didn't realize he was coming in here now. He's back on. Joe, are you there? I'm here, brother. What's up, man? I'm making Chris do some sprints today. What's <laughs> right up, on. man? Sorry. Right, so, how you doing? Well, that's okay. So, so your show, I've been, you know, I've I, I've been like right on it since you started in the in the uh, preseason, um, and the evolution of this thing is. Like whenever I first started calling in and, and everything, it was pretty easy to get on. In fact, I was on a lot. Yeah, you were. You were the leadoff, you know, you were the leadoff batter. Yeah, well, your show has gotten a lot more popular, obviously, because it is a lot harder to get on yeah. your show, which which is cool. I, yeah. I, You know, I don't have to be on every day. I sure do try to get on every day, though. Well, I, um, I appreciate that. Um, and, and you know what? I appreciate all all you guys for doing that. I mean, I think we're having fun doing it, and I know I am, and, and, and it's it's great. I always love first-time callers, you know, because that shows that we're, we're growing a little bit, but I still, you know, I'm also loyal to the ones that, that, that you know, have it started off. And, and also, you kind of get to know a little bit what they're thinking. You kind of know what to expect from, from certain callers, so... But I, I I say that I don't know exactly what you will say in this one, so I, I don't well, I don't have you read just yet. What do you got? <laughs> well, I've had a few weird takes, but okay. So a couple of things from earlier in the week since I have been able to get through. Okay. Favorite all time cowboy Jason Witten. Okay. Uh, uh, he's the man. Uh, and my uh, my wrestler for you is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Tough guy. <laughs> yeah, love Hacksaw. Love uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, football. So, uh, this week, um, you, you know, I, we should be able to handle the Giants. I just want to see progress in certain spots. I, I need to see the running game. We've all talked about it. I need to see Terrence Steele do better. I don't know whether he needs a pep talk or some technique work or a new knee brace or I don't know, but – I really, I, ho- I need to see him start playing better. I'd like to see Michael Gallup uh, get the ball a little bit more and be more consistent. Um, and uh, of course, I just like to see, you know, I just like to see us less penalties and yeah. more consistency. So yeah, all uh, right, that's that's it, brother. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you know, it's awesome that his his favorite cowboy is Jason Witten. And and this wrestler, you know, not, I don't know about favorite wrestler, but the one he mentioned there was Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who would always walk around saying "tough guy." Jason Witten, obviously, what 150 games in a row, never missed the games, about the toughest guy you got. So, a little correlation there. Um, Michael Gallup, I, I I agree with that. I thought the catch he made was a third down catch. It was a really tough play. I and mean, he had a drop earlier in the game and everyone's like, all right, get him off the field. His confidence is bad, you know, but, but he made a couple of other plays in the game. And he also had a big, you know, drew a pass interference penalty that helped him get down there at the end. So, you know, I think from a confidence standpoint, it's fine. Um, he just needs, you know, I mean, Brandon Cooks is having a hard time getting the ball. I mean, it's just hard to get everybody the football here, but, but that's the good thing about Michael Gallup. He's, you know, you'd like to maybe see a little bit more of that dog in him, but he's not one of those diva receivers. And while 
that doesn't always get you the football. It also prevents issues in the locker room and things like that. And so he's a good teammate to have, uh, but you want him to make more plays. And, and I think, you know, I'm not giving up on him. I know some people have. I, I, I have not. All right, let's go to uh, Travis in San Antonio. Travis, what's up, man? Hey, Nick. I wanted to say uh, happy Veterans Day to everybody. And uh, as a veteran, uh, thank all the ones that I served with, uh, especially past and present. So I wanted to say that. 100%. And, um, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You guys are the real heroes. We're just here talking football. You guys are doing big time <laughs> well, work for us. Well, in in, in uh, honor of that, I want to say you know just for today, just you know appreciate uh, that you. I heard that Derek kind of said that this was uh, your your kind of brainchild to have this show, and I wanted to say uh, you know thanks for for having this for the fans and whatnot, and thanks to Chris. Uh, being the mastermind in the back running it for you. Yeah, he um, does. Running, literally running to, <laughs> running it today. I had him had him on the move today. Uh, he does all these podcasts. You know, he does them all, but th- I yeah. have to make him work beat. a lot harder for this one, you know. So he missed yep. the day uh, earlier this weekend. We're not doing that anymore, right? We're not, not missing anymore. But he had, he had two people <laughs> filling in for him. It's like that's how much work he's doing. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. What, what uh, you got, Cowboys? Well, all I want to do is uh, give you a kind of a random player. I know you did this kind of yeah. earlier in the week. I love it. Do this every day. Thought of. Uh, Phil Costa. Phil Costa. Yep. And then score prediction for the game, I'm going to say 31-10. 31-10. And that's it. I just want to have everyone have a great weekend and uh, yeah. enjoy the game and talk to you next week. Phil Costa, which I thought you were going to say both a player and a wrestler – but with Phil Costa, you don't really have to because was it wasn't he dating? I think he was dating or maybe married to. I think just dating Hulk Hogan's uh, daughter for a little bit. Um, but when yes, but when Phil Costa showed up at, and he was an undrafted rookie, and he was one of those players, just like Barry Church, when they walked in, I remember thinking he's making the team. Like that guy's making the team. Same with Barry Church, making it. Just and a lot of it goes down to like the position they play and who was there and the chances of them making it. But I just remember that I remember thinking that yeah he's probably gonna gonna make it you know and uh, and he did. I mean he he made it for a little bit. He started uh, you know they obviously had to you know they drafted Travis Frederick. But I mean but you know to to try to improve the position. But well, he he did a pretty good job for a little bit. All right, Phil Costa. Um, let's go to Danny in Denison, Texas. Danny, what's up? Hey Nick, man, it's it was crazy trying to get in. Hey, I've got three quick. What do you things. got? First thing, today's my wife's birthday. Well, happy birthday! So, happy birthday to her. Her and Tony Dorsett have something in common. If you catch my drift, kind of like your mom the other day. Your your wife ran ninety nine yards for a touchdown. Absolutely nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, something more along the number line, but, you know. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Got so, it. my two things. One, my favorite all-time Dallas Cowboy, Mr. Jason Witten. Okay. In fact, I named my son after him, Witten. That's his first name? That's his first That's name. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So, um, and another thing is, it's not really about the Cowboy uh, current team, but it's more about y'all's podcast. I absolutely love y'all's podcast. And here's just an idea to throw out there. All right. What if at the end of the year, at the Star in Frisco, y'all had like a panel, and it's all the podcast members, and you could have a live event. People come up, 
They get to ask questions in person and kind of do like a meet and greet. And then like y'all, maybe Ambar auctions off a painting, just mm. cool things like that. Because y'all, y'all are with the fans. Y'all talk to the yeah. fans every day. Y'all represent us. So I think it'd be cool if we had like a way to meet y'all and say yeah. hi. And you know yeah. that that's not a bad idea. I'm probably not the the person to to do this. I mean, I can you know I can relay it over to Derek. Derek would probably be the one to kind of get it started. But you know the I think radio stations in town. I know the fan does it. Uh, I know the, the the ticket has done things like that. I forgot kind of what what they're called, but they like they have events like that where they bring people out and and uh the the thing is is you know i'm looking at at the the calls here you got one from kentucky you got three in a row from texas uh you know san antonio stanford and, and uh, denison texas um but but you know it, our a lot of our listeners our viewers aren't really all from texas we're, we're all yeah, over the place I, but i still think we would you know we, we, we would draw some decent decent crowd there it'd be kind of cool to do that um not a bad idea i like it uh, and lastly, could you mention the the Darren Woodson, uh, Jason Witten story about like training camp or something like that? I think Woody came Witten like called Woody yeah. out. Yep. Do you know? What, yeah, you know I know. Yeah, it was during the. It was like one of the first pra- practices. It was. It was. Um, I, all right. Thanks for the call, Danny. Uh, good stuff. Um, appreciate that. Uh, and, and a good idea. Maybe we can we can figure something how to do that for the fans and kind of get everybody together because we we definitely got a lot of podcasts, a lot of personalities. That would be kind of cool to do something like that. Um, the Jason Witten uh, story was. Uh, let me see if I can recall it. It was during it was during a practice. I think it was during like an OTA or mini camp or something where Witten it was his rookie year and and he you know a lot of times on one on ones. The tight ends will go against tight ends and running backs go against the linebackers and safeties and then receivers and corners um, and then but Darren was he was he was going with the with the corners and so he would go one on one with wide receivers all the time. Well, Witten was on the other side of the field just like tearing up these linebackers, you know, and and and, and beating all the I don't even know who the you know Keith O'Neill. I, I, again i don't remember who the linebackers were right there but he was whipping them and then so you know he starts barking over at darren like hey why don't you why don't you come get some of this you know and so woody's like is he, are you really doing this like this jason witten who i'm not even sure was wearing 82 at the time i think he was still at 49 it was like are you are you seriously trying to trying to you know call me out here five-time pro bowler and so what do you, you know of course what, what you would do is you're like i'm not going over there you come here if you're you know so he came, he went over there and he, then, you know, they made sure and figured it out. And I think Woody locked him up pretty good at, at first, but they, they had some good battles and that's kind of where, where it started, you know, um, for, for that whole season. And I think, I think Witten from then on did some one-on-one drills with, you know, with the receivers and um, just because he was, you know, that kind of, that kind of player needed to be pushed at that level. And, and Woodson will say it. I mean, he needed to be pushed uh, as well. So Cool story, you know. I, I think those two guys are, you know, they're, you know, when you ask me who my two favorite guys to cover, twenty twenty eight eighty two, those guys right there, those two, because they, they're the same, the same type of guy. I mean, they they just tough as nails. They cared about winning more than anything, uh, more than their own health at times, and uh, and they're just they're just great people too. So uh, like both of those guys were really fun to to cover. Um, all right, Brian in Kansas City is our next caller. Brian, what's up, Ed? Hey, good morning, Nick. Morning. How are you doing? 
I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Hey, I got uh, a, a wrestler, a random cowboy, and then I figured the whole thing out for us this morning. Okay. I got the brainchild. I know what's holding the cowboys back. Nice. But anyway, let me let me give you the first. So Andre, when I was a little kid, I'm 56. Andre the Giant was just the the yeah, you know, yeah. the yeah. wrestler of wrestlers in those days. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great documentary. I saw that on on HBO or something on him. It was amazing. Actually, a lot of people felt sorry for him, just how big he was and just how tough it was to be that big and travel. I mean, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he was he was was a giant for sure. Yeah, difficult life. I'm sure. I I served with a guy who was I don't know why he joined the Navy, but he was six foot seven. <laughs> that poor guy was hitting his head everywhere he went. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, David my Robinson? cowboy was, was Robinson? Kmart. Who, who's your favorite cowboy? No, random. Kmart. Kelvin, Kelvin Martin. Martin. Yep, Kelvin Martin. Yep. Had some big time I got it all players. figured out this okay. morning. You Wait know I me. live in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I got it all figured out. All we need, Ferg has got to date a pop star. Got it. Got That's it. it. That's it. all there is to it, man. Hey, I'm going to hang up. Okay. Have a great weekend. Go Cowboys. Got it. That's it. Yesterday, it was we signed a sumo wrestler and had stopped the tush push. And today, Jace, uh, Jake Ferguson needs to date a pop star. Like, you know, the thing about that is, though, I think that the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey were kind of winning before all that. I mean, sort of. Sort of seemed like they had some success before they became Swifties. But, uh, yeah, it's on a different level. I mean, the NFL is probably loving it, though. Just thinking of, like, the the you know the fans that, that now are, are watching. I mean, Emmett Smith has said this many times. Danny McRae says it, too. Emmett Smith said he when he won Dancing with the Stars, he had a lot more people stop him and say, you're the guy that won Dancing with the Stars, not the NFL's all-time leading rusher, Dancing with the Stars. I saw it just out here the other day. There was a tour coming by, and this guy was doing like this quadruple take. He was like looking. It was like, hey, it was Danny McRae. They're like, can I get a photo? You know, you you were like top five in Survivor in the challenge. You know, <laughs> they were kind of laughing, like you know, played played the seven years in the league, but no, no, no Survivor. So it's just a different, it's a different type of uh, pop culture, you know, fandom, I guess. So which is cool. All right. Dylan in Northport, Florida. Dylan, what's up, man? You're the sixth caller today. What's wrong with you? Usually you're like know, first. Dude. Are you tired? I'll tell you what. What happened? At work. If someone scheduled a call, some jerk scheduled a call, man. You know, they should know better. But Work, you know, smirk. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what's up, bud? Um. Yeah. Got, uh, well, first off, happy Veterans Day uh, tomorrow. And, and uh, thank you for your service, the previous caller there. Definitely. Uh, and, yep. and uh, yeah, thanks for all those guys and girls. Um, I got a bull prediction, score prediction, and a trivia for you. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I, you're going to nail a trivia. I think it's the easy one. I suck at these, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, bull prediction, it's a, kind of a threefer. I got Micah plus two and a half sacks. And I got Bland with an interception and Bland with an interception return touchdown. So he ties the record wow. with four. All right. Um, score prediction. So some of the score in these games can be weird sometimes. But the games you think you're going to blow a team out, especially when it comes to the Cowboys, I have kind of a theory. 
teams that are very bad, this is a chance for these players to go out on a national stage with a huge audience, get the media talking about them if they have a good game. And I feel like we get the best from a lot of teams in this kind of scenario. Um, but that being said, it's not going to happen this week. I think maybe down the road against the Seahawks, we may see something like that. Not that they're a bad team right. um, at all, but uh, we might see that a little later down the road. But this game, uh, I was going to say 38-10, but Michael stole it, so I'll give him another field goal, and we'll say 41-10. Okay. 41-10. All right. Yes, sir. 41-10. And trivia. So uh, in this kind of same vein of unproven players, so 2007, which backup quarterback came in mid-game to replace an NFL legend who got injured the game was a blowout or turning into a blowout at the time and uh, he came in and made it very competitive in the end and do you remember the final score mm. um i know i mean i know chris beam will tell you the the backup quarterback that came in there he he knows that he knows that one who, who it was you're talking about the packers game so he's he's busy <laughs> getting calls but aaron Rodgers came into that game yeah it was kind of high score. Twenty-seven ten when he came in. I think, th- I think thirty-eight twenty-eight. No, no. Take a point off of each. Thirty-seven twenty-seven. You almost had it. Yeah. No. Dang it. Interesting uh, game. You know what? That was close, man. You nailed it. Ah, it's close. Do Do you remember? I got one for you. Do you remember the player that knocked out Brett Favre? I know. Farf? I know. Chris, Chris, you're supposed to know. Stop it. This is for Dylan. Dylan, do you know the player? And he was now a referee in the in the NFL? In the NFL, he's a back judge. Back judge, NFL. Do you remember the player? Oh, I couldn't tell you, man. No. Who no is idea. it? Who is it, Chris? It's Nate Jones. Nate Jones. And crazy enough, Nate Jones was on the field the night that Aaron Rodgers blew out his Achilles. He was the back judge. Oh, uh, full circle. How about that? Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Keep that man off the field if you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And you know, and you know, um, thanks, thanks for the call, Dylan. That's good stuff. Thank you. The the thing about that game, the the clip that is shown the most from that game, is that's when To got the popcorn and put it, and you know, get your popcorn ready. Scored a touchdown. Had somebody in the end zone with popcorn, and and you know, put the popcorn in his face mask, all that good stuff. And that was a, that was a crazy game, and and the thing about that game too is that. When you, we talked about the Giants' divisional loss and all that, because if they win that game like they like they should have, they go and play the Packers again at home uh, for the NFC Championship game. And um, I don't think they're losing that game. Favre, Rodgers, whoever, I don't think that they're losing that game. But it didn't happen that way. Good stuff. I love trivia questions. Uh, I missed it, though. 37-27. I don't know why I thought it was 38. Joe in Montrose, Pennsylvania. What's up, hey, man? Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, How are you? Good. Just uh, just a little memory as a 53-year-old up in northeast Pennsylvania, lifelong Cowboys fan. Uh, fan. Um, just I remember the day one of my friends who was another Cowboys fan brought in a little clipping from the Dallas Cowboys official weekly mm-hmm. into school and high school. And I signed up for it right away and just really? remember getting that first issue oh. and just scouring it 
page to page, the ads, everything. Me too. And just, you know, um, you know put it in perspective of how lucky we are now with all of these podcasts and yeah. social media and everything. Um, it's just, it's great now. <laughs> you know what's what's funny about that is that I did the same thing. We we lived in, you know, different places, Oklahoma, Arkansas, whatever, but we, we I got the Dallas Cowboys Weekly too. And when I think back, even right now, when I close my eyes and think about the teams in the NFL, just if I had to name them all, it's that back page of the weekly that had all of the teams lined up and, and the order of, of where they were. Like That's how I remember every team. I know exactly where they were on that page. Uh, and, that, and that was the 28-team league. You know, That was when yeah. the Seahawks were in the AFC and all that kind of stuff. But that's how I visualize the teams right now just based off of that page. Yeah, I used to I used to have it. I would cut out the pictures before my dad would even yep. come home to even, you know, yeah, same thing. Cool stuff. I, I, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys weekly then became the star. And then, you know, I mean, honestly, DallasCowboys.com is one of the reasons for the demise on that, if we're really being honest. But, hey, yeah, I mean. It's, it's great, though. Yeah, it, it was it was, a, it was great for its time. That's what it was. Yeah, yep. All right. I just have my, uh, my random player is Jeff Ogden. Uh, my favorite player is Tony Hill. And my random, you want to call it wrestler, was Jake the Milkman Milliman. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were going somewhere else. Thought you were going with the snake. Awesome. No. <laughs> Never heard of him. That's cool. No? Jeff Ogden. Okay. Wow. Bringing it yeah. back. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Ogden was one of those all Valley Ranch type guys or all, uh, I guess we were, I guess we were in, um, Wichita Falls. I mean, that's where that's where he we was. Were. Yeah, that's what, when he with his rookie year. But he was an all training camp guy. Jeff Ogden. It's funny story about Jeff Ogden is that Chan Gailey in his new offense. He loved guys like that. He loved Ogden. He loved Ernie Mills. These guys, and he was kind of fading out that playmaker. Doesn't really feel like he fit the role of what they were doing later in his career and all that kind of stuff. And I'll never forget that very first game against Washington uh, in, in 99. And this wasn't Chan Gailey's first year. It was his second year. But he Ogden was playing a lot in the first quarter. Second quarter had some snaps, trying to get him in there. Fourth quarter, Irvin, touchdown. Drive, Irvin, touchdown. And then Rocket won the game. But it was kind of one of those moments of like, listen, let's – it's the playmaker for a reason. It's still Jeff freaking Ogden over here and all that. So let's just cool it on on who's who's going to be lining up where. Anyways. All right. Uh, Bruce in Houston. We're kind of flying through hey. the calls here. Bruce, what's up? What's up, Nick? Hey, I couldn't get in yesterday. You're, just, you're, you're becoming like a Swifty, I guess, yourself. We're oh. so popular. But... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> First time. You'd like I... to have her. Yeah. You'd like to. You'd like to have her portfolio at least, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though, I have a lot of respect though for her. I really do. I, my my uh, my daughters have have watched her in concert twice or th- three times, really, and uh, yeah. she does a great job. She does a great job for the the. A lot of people don't play into the role model. They don't want to be a role model. They just want to be a superstar. She plays into that. She does a really good job with that. So no, she does. Uh, yeah, my daughter's seen her twice too, but. Uh, and when she first came out, I thought, yeah, she kind of just words her songs, you know, yeah. uh, talking about. But it's, hey, yeah. it's what it is. She, she, she's got it going. Because I, I missed yesterday my favorite player growing up. I, I'm sure probably got mentioned Randy White. I don't know if he got mentioned. A little bit. Yeah. The um, Manster, for sure. The Manster, exactly. And, and another guy, um, 
was Leroy Jordan. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm 61 years old. My dad used to say that that middle linebacker, he wouldn't wait. He wouldn't wait for the runner to come through the hole. He'd go meet him. Go get him. And, and you don't you don't see that too often. And and I was thinking uh, the other day was talking with my buddy about the the tush push. Uh-huh. Here's a here's a uh, a chance that you could why not put your offensive lineman and and the defensive uh, front there just. Because it seems like you know they can't get low enough. The, the defensive tackles are six five and three thirty. They just can't seem to get low enough. Right. I know their offensive linemen are big too, but because nobody comes up with a solution how to stop it. But, well, um, that sounds good. That sounds good. You, who are you putting out there? Like no, I, I know if, if you no because then because yeah. then all they do is they like whoa 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 shotgun and then they they get out <laughs> yeah. of it. And now you're playing football and you're like. Crap! Like that's true. That's Tyler true. Smith that's is true. not a good pass rusher. Like no, he's not. <laughs> no, and true. then yeah, so uh, you know, I, I honestly think that they're going to take it out of the league. I I, I think the they, league will take it out. I think and and I think how you police it is if you say if you line up in the backfield, you 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 do not you cannot push a player if you line up in the backfield yeah. because yeah. you got to be careful with the rules because are you going to eliminate the 8-yard run that gets down the field and then then the linemen push them you know correct which i correct. think yeah. i think you just it take the be- pushing out of it but then you know college does it i mean everybody does it but i i no. I, I said before i just think it's sound, it's a hypocritical if you can't leverage to jump on someone's back and block a field goal because you're not that tall then why would you be able to push someone if you're not that strong? Why are you using someone else to push? You know, it just seems it seems hypocritical for what other rules are in the league. But it's working no, for the right it's it worked for the Eagles, and it works for the Eagles because their center is the best. That's why yeah. it works. Well, and then I heard also too, uh, Jalen Hurts supposedly squats like 700 pounds. That doesn't that doesn't no. hurt. Either. Yeah, you got two. Yeah, two guys, and they also they put a strong receiver. I mean, AJ Brown. They put a tight end. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they have guys. I mean, so it's really they have big, strong players, and and it works. It works for them. And I mean, we saw them push into the end zone. We saw them push out of their end zone. Out of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was tough. Um, and, and real quick, what I'd like to see Dallas do next year, I, you know, I don't know. You, you can let us know uh, Tyron Smith's contract uh, for next year going forward, but. I think he needs to be the swing tackle next year and maybe move Tyler Smith if that's what they uh, want to do long-term and really go in the free agency instead of trying to build everything through the draft because um, they're going to probably have 20-plus, hopefully it's in the 30s, uh, draft pick on their first round mm-hmm. and, and, and solidify during the free agency and not, not wait till week two when they pick a guy that, you know, is okay like, uh, Aduma Adoga, or whatever you say his name, mm-hmm. although he's a good player, but I mean, a really a, a first round, I mean, a first string type player. And then there's a kid out of, I know it's way too early for the draft, but they need a bell cow. They need a, a, a Henry type running back. And I, I think there's a kid out of Wisconsin. I think he's 6'1, 240, but runs like a 4'5, four, 4'6. Four, he's, I forget his name. I was looking at mm-hmm. uh, draft boards already. They need something like that. Maybe not with their first pick. Obviously, still go offensive tackle, offensive yeah. line if you can. And maybe second round, get that stud running back. And then use Dowdle because Pollard's gone and use Dowdle as a change of pace uh, guy going forward. But. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah. Good show, Nick. Good show. Yeah, good call. Thank you, Bruce. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure that 
Pollard is gone. I mean, I, I don't know that. I, I, he's going to be a free agent, but you know, what's his what's his value going to be? What what's uh what are the, what are the teams trying to do? And you, and you're right. You know, you you have free agency first, and then the draft. Uh, I do think they'll draft the running back uh, higher than than normal. Um, and there's some you know, there's got to be good backs out there. I mean, I, I mean, there's I just. That's just the way it is. I mean, there's going to be backs that are leading their the Big Ten or the SEC or the or the Big Twelve, you know, in rushing, and and they'll be there in the third or fourth round. So you can have productive backs that can go right in. But what you've got to do is they got to they got to fix the the running game. They got to fix that, and that's that's that just has to happen. So, all right, let's take a uh, let's take a break real quick. I didn't realize we were this far into the show. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back on Cowboy Storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find Find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right, back here on Cowboys Storyline. Cutting it up with uh, Chris Beam here. He's both in good moods. It's Friday, you know, it's good moods. That's my that's my road dog, too, on, on the road. We thought we had a good story we were going to tell. It was really now it's a sad story about the walking. We were walking to the Rocky Steps, and uh, I'll just tell it. Who cares? We were walking to the Rocky Steps, and we were walking, and and uh, it's a lot of birds flying around. You know, pigeons flying, all this stuff. We walk right by this really big building, this huge building, and we're walking and looking, and all of a sudden we just hear a thud, and I like looked up, and then this bird had flown right into it and just fluttered down, which didn't want to see that, you know. And then it was like, oh, man, terrible. You know, just kept walking. And we're like, if the Cowboys beat the Eagles tonight, 
I mean, that's, that's an omen right there. You know, the birds flying, birds going down right here before the game. It didn't really happen that way. But still, now it's just a story about a, about a bird that I think didn't make it. I don't know. I don't know what the what if they There they is no chance that bird no ch- made it. No chance, yeah. That, it was like hit like the eighth floor and then went and then down. And another thud. It, it was, was like thud. It was like it was worse than a special teams coach that hears that dreaded double thud, you know, with like the, the, the punt and then the block, the boom. This was a little bit longer because it was eighth floor. Boom. Anyways, I'm not sure why I told that story. Anyway, all right, let's go to uh, the phone lines. Brian in Pennsylvania. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Good, how are you? I I don't know how I'm going to follow that story. Did so you like, see the bird? I mean, you're I, in I Pennsylvania? Little, <laughs> I did not. Oh, okay. But, uh, I mean, wow, that's the way you told that is it was, that was pretty it, good. We thought it was going to be like this omen, like, yep. Birds are yeah. going down today. Sign yeah. of things to come, right? Nah, hey, nah, maybe nah. it was uh, the omen for next month, not this month. Maybe. Right. Maybe. We'll see. Well, what, uh, what I've got, got a player for you. Uh, I've got Mackenzie Bernardo. Oh, Mackenzie Bernardo. Is that how you say it? I think it is. Cause we is, used to, is. Isn't that how you say it? I think it is, but we used to say Bernardo. Bernardo. And we were told late, like later on, like how, like at the end of the season, it was Bernardo. I was like, oh. So I think you're right. Cool dude. Not the best guard to ever wear 73. But, no. but yeah. Cool. Service, yeah. Serviceable lineman. Yeah. Kinsey Bernando. There you go. And then for a wrestler, I got to say Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. In honor of Veterans Day. Okay. Like it. Now, I don't know if y'all know this guy that used to write for us for years, Rob Phillips. Like, Rob Phillips is the most, like, I mean, I, I can spit out facts on the Cowboys, Super Bowls, all this stuff. Rob in wrestling, I mean, he would tell you Sergeant Slaughter f- fought Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania six or something like that. Like, yeah, for for the for the world title, it's cool. That's a good one. All right, you got anything else? Well, uh, here's an idea I just thought of. If uh, Rob Phillips is such an avid wrestling fan, how about you try to get him on for a segment and have him compare the teams in the NFC or the uh, NFL right now to wrestlers and how they'd match up. Just might do that. Just might do that. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I think he's got time. What's your What's your score? Forty-two, fourteen, Cowboys. Forty-two, fourteen. Love it. All right. Yeah, let's bring Rob P on. Rob, you've been called. You've been summoned. All right. We're gonna We're gonna make it happen. Oh, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Thanks for the call. Um, he's. I, I can do that with with. I mean, like Chris has done it with me. He'll be like nineteen eighty nine. Against the Redskins, go. You know, I could give you scores. But I do that with Rob. I'm like, Rob, WrestleMania 18, what happened? He's like, well, I was in Toronto, and it was, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels took on, you know, I mean, he knows, he knows everything. It's unbelievable how he does that. So, cool, good stuff. All right, let's go to Jeff in North Carolina. How you doing, Nick? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Second time caller, man. Second time caller. Cool. Yeah, second time caller. <laughs> I drive for a living, so most of the time I listen. I listen every day, but it's only when I'm at, I'm home and not driving where I can call in. So I'm telling but, you, uh, Jeff. I, I love call, listening to the show every day. I, I call in more because you don't know this about me, but that your accent that I will always be smart. That I mean, I don't know if it brings me back to home or whatever. I don't know, but I, your accent, I, I can listen to 
all day long. So, Jeff, well, I appreciate that. what do you got, man? We get, we're getting some of that rain here in North Carolina that y'all had earlier in the week, I believe. So, so <laughs> what do you got? So, uh, just just a couple quick things. Uh, uh, my favorite, I got two favorite all time Cowboys. Uh, of course, Roger and Troy are the greatest quarterbacks, uh, probably. But Tony's my favorite. Tony Romo, just because of the way I love him. Yeah. Love watching him play the way he did. Uh, defensive player, I don't know if anybody's mentioned this, but somebody who who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm not sure he may be in the Ring of Honor, uh, but definitely deserves to to get more recognition that he that he's gotten is Harvey, Harvey Martin. Martin. He was a game wrecker, mm. and. Uh, well, and uh, yeah, somebody so, did uh, call in yesterday and said that uh, William from uh, West Virginia he called in whose accent is kind of like yours too, and <laughs> so he said <laughs> same thing. Harvey Martin. Yep. So I got quick. I, I, I got a quick little story. A couple weeks ago, when Nate was on there with you, y'all, he was talking about how different training camp was and stuff when he played than it is now. And believe it or not, I, you know I can remember, you know back in seventy. Uh, the '76 preseason, you know, the Cow—that's when you only, they only played 14 regular season games, and they had six preseason games. And I remember the last preseason game, Cowboys played Pittsburgh. It was a rematch of Super Bowl ten from the previous January, mm-hmm. and Roger Staubach and Terry Bradshaw started the game, played the entire game. Yeah, and uh, it and that was like the I guess the dress rehearsal and. Uh, what was so the that score? Kind of, kind of goes to show how things have changed. Oh, I don't remember the score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. It, it was actually it was the fifth of the sixth game. So sorry. Fifth of the sixth game. Yeah, okay. but but you're they probably did it the same. You know, that's kind of yeah. the dress rehearsal game, and then maybe the last one wasn't wasn't um, you know the the starters. But yeah, they beat them twenty to ten. Right. Yeah. Cool. But, but man, it, 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 times have really changed since then. <laughs> yeah. Six preseason games. I'm looking at this. At Oakland, at the L.A. Rams, which that says to me that the Cowboys are out there in uh, Thousand Oaks and they won the two games so they could stay out there. Then they come home. They play Denver. Then Detroit at Memphis. They played a preseason game at Memphis. Cool. And then Pittsburgh. Wow. And then, then how Houston. About that? Yeah. How about that? 76. Uh, I remember. The, the, that was that – was... That was uh, a long time ago. <laughs> yep, yep. I was uh, I was a little baby at that point, but uh, right. Uh, so, cool. I was probably a, a, teen, a teenager, almost be a teenager, maybe. So, but <laughs> well, Jeff. Anyway, call uh, call anytime. Appreciate appreciate you taking my call. No problem. And uh, I think we're going to get the Brandon Cooks things squared away. I think it's just a, it's just they they're 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 on the uptick as far as how the offense is playing, and I think they're going to get this thing figured out. <laughs> I hope so, man. I thank you. I'm sorry. I, have a great, great day. I'm not. I'm not laughing. I, I absolutely love that sound. Of it, it does remind me of like I lived in, in Arkansas and Oklahoma, and then anything West Texas. You know, went to college. It's just. It's just a. It's just a pure sound. I don't know. They got it on the uptick though. Love that. All right, Kevin in New Jersey, who hey, I, I bet doesn't sound like that. Kevin in New Jersey. No, I don't sound like that. I wish I did. I <laughs> uh, love the show. I listen every day. Um, I had a question for you. I, you know, I wish I had a Cowboys comment, but I had a question about uh, where Cowboys storyline, the name, came from. Um, and the reason I asked the question is because 
I, I really feel like, you know, maybe you might have a, a background in psychology, but I think the, na- the, the name of the show should really be Cowboys Therapy. I, I think <laughs> it's just more appropriate for the people mm. that call. It's a, it's a very therapeutic show for me to listen to after a win, after a loss. People calling in, explaining things, talking about their feelings. I don't know, just yeah. a thought. Well, I would suggest changing the name Cowboys Therapy, but you guys, you know, whatever you think, just wanted to know where Cowboys Storyline right. came from. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, you know, really, I don't know about the therapy stuff, but I mean, it's really just like let's just talk. Let's just talk football, or let's you know, let's talk whatever. You know, um, because like I'm a fan, just like you guys are. You know, and I, I'm a fan of other teams. I've been a Cowboy fan, whatever, and you know, since since I was a little kid, and uh, and I kind of I feel like I can relate to to you guys. And and one thing I've learned is that nobody's opinion is wrong. So let's just let's just talk it. Talk it through. I don't always agree, but you know, it don't have to. Uh, and give you guys a voice to kind of really, you know, express yourself. And I, I would think as a fan, you, you're also like, this is what I think. Or other people, am I the only one? People say that all the time. Am I the only one who thinks this way? And this is an opportunity to kind of see yes or no. A uh, storyline, it, 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 um, it had to have line in it because of, because of the calls. Because that's, that's one thing we were really trying to focus on was that it was something with the line. And, um, you know, if you remember, sometimes back in the in Cowboys break, we would do story time, you know, with Nick, and I would tell some random stories and stuff like that. And sometimes Chris would play music, and I would tell stories. And so it was kind of along those lines of story time, but storyline, and uh, and that's what that's what we'll do. You get on the line, we're going we'll tell stories. We'll tell old stories about you know twenty years ago or two days ago about the game before, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's all about. You know, it's all about telling stories. You know, can, can you be a good storyteller? That's that's really what everybody on our team, the writers, the the, the hosts, the producers. That's what we say all the time. Can you tell a great story? And um, that's that's what our job is. And so that's what I, I hope that I can I can do. So um, all right, we uh, that's kind of where where that came came from, and kind of bouncing around different ideas and all that, and just kind of and and really when when that hit, it was like storylines, like that's it. That's the one. That's what I've been racking my brain over for the last week or so. When it hit, it was like, okay, doing it. All right, um, Bob in Rio Grande Valley. Bob. Hey, Nick. Hi, I'm Bob. Up in your neighbor- I'm up in your neighborhood right now. I'm up in North Louisiana fishing with my brother. Oh, Friday. okay. Cool. But, uh, you oh. know, i tell you what. I, I know it's time to move on to the Giants. But that last 30 seconds of that <laughs> game against Philadelphia, that uh, – when we just had a, a a breakdown that cost us that game, it uh, I can't get over that. It uh, why can't we get the damn fundamentals down right? It's uh, so we don't have those stupid penalties like that. With that that five yard penalty cost us a game because we needed a yard and a half for a touchdown. Tyler, you talking about Tyler Smith? You talking about the yep. false start? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and Tyler's been around long enough to know better. But uh, he just, it, and it seems like every week we have those fundamental breakdowns. And I mean, I, I have no choice but to blame that on coaching. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, so, so as a coach, what do you, what, what should they do? So we, we don't play Tyler Smith this week, or I mean, like, what, what would you do in that in that scenario? I mean. It, it's a tough one because I mean you're trying to you're trying to not give up a sacks. I mean the Eagles are the pass rush is, is 
phenomenal. And and you know, and, and if you're sitting there on the other side and you see the Eagles are doing this every single snap. Every snap, everyone from the press box, you can see that Lane Johnson pops up a half second before everyone else. So that's oh, what yeah. it is, and that that's the that's the part that's so you know ironic about it is that the Cowboys lose a game off of that when the Eagles did it the entire game. And I'm not trying to blame the officials, but that is what it is. I mean, I mean well, they lost I, on a false start. Well, I mean, let's put put the blame where it, where it belongs. It does belong on the officials for not calling it. They, it certainly should. It uh, yeah, and I just think, be consistent. I think Mike, doesn't Mike McCartney have a, a red flag in his pocket? That's not reviewable. I don't. I don't believe. It's not. No, because it is a false start. That's the thing. Like that. What, what would you review there? I mean, it was a false start. Now, of course, the two minutes. You don't. You don't. That's not something you could review, uh, anyways. And in the final two minutes, you don't review that. But even in in the third quarter, you don't. You don't say it. And the Eagles. You know, jump. You know, false start. But they they do it every time. If they're not doing that, their guy goes in motion a half second before, which. I mean, what is this Canadian League? I mean, Arena League. I mean, what 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 are we doing here? So that I, I think they got to figure that part out too. This going in motion like a half second before the snap, like that's a false start too. And and the Dolphins are doing well, it. You so. you see in other games, uh, Nick, where something like that is going on, and the coach is over on the sidelines, and that the closest official, and he's in his face, and he's giving him what for it's yeah. to finally bring it. I mean, he forces him to. Pay attention to what's going on, and then you start seeing some of the calls come that should have been yeah. coming before. Look, man, I appreciate All you right. taking my call. Thanks, Bob. All right, appreciate that. We're going to move right quick to Steve in Washington. Steve, what's up? Morning. How you doing? Good, good. Is this Washington hey, I was State? The one that called in with that theory on the uh, daylight savings time. Yeah, but, you know, you uh, know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. More I thought about that, it was like they did have the extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're like if you had an extra hour, I got, hour, I got another. One? I got another theory for you. Though. All right, another another conspiracy theory. Cool. I got the. Um, you, have you ever eaten a big full meal and then tried to go out and play football or play any sports? You, you know, you just it yeah. just doesn't work. You right. Know, sure. You're, you're too full. So I got this idea that you know how many Super Bowls have the Cowboys won? Five. Five. And if you take the Dallas Star. How many points are there? Five. Five. See, so we're full. So the only thing that Jerry Jones can do is to change the star. So it has six points on it. And then we got a shot at winning another Super Bowl. I mean, it's just simple as that. Simple. Simple and I think that. it's Jerry Jones' conspiracy is that that would cost too much money to change the logo of the team on everything. So he just doesn't want to do it. So he just doesn't want to win another Super Bowl for us. Hmm. I, I think I think that's just you know. Okay. It comes down to. It's, it's that's it. Simple the math. I mean, okay. <laughs> Steve, call in every day. Okay, call in every day and bring me a theory like that. I, I have I have nothing. I have no response for that. So you've you've stumped me. You guys try trivia questions, and I can get most of those. But when you when you throw that kind of stuff at me, I got nothing in return. I love it. All right, I see Brian Broadus is here. He's hosting Cowboys Break coming up here in a few minutes. He's got he's got his LSU gear on. He is ready to go. So stay tuned for that on Cowboys Break. Uh, for this one though, we will see you on uh, Monday. We're going to talk about Cowboys and Giants for Chris. Beam. I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you on Monday. Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?